0: Hey Dave, how you doing man? Colin, Spike Pit I oh, remember those back in the old days man Do you remember that? When you uh, used to do them them episodes Where you'd roll on the uh, random tables Remember that? <laughs> Come in my child Rule every random chance Take off your coat and stay a while We'll roll that deep, percent time All right, so that's an old one from Spike Pit, and I've played it before. I think I'd only been doing the podcast for about three weeks when I started reminiscing about the old days, which amused Colin a little bit. All right, but now D% percentile is 50. Let's not get too excited. With a name like D% percentile, perhaps it's an episode 100, we should really start celebrating. But this is an opportunity maybe to refocus the endeavour. Hey Dave, here's a random thought. Why don't you get one of those what's on the goblin's body tables and roll on that, just once in an episode. And you know, you would cover your mission statement, man. Good stuff. Che there from Roleplay Rescue. Thanks for calling in, Che. Fair enough, it is the 50th episode. As you say, can't be that hard just to roll on a few random tables. Um, I'm going to be ambitious we're going to start rolling on the beast the ultimate in exhaustive uh, collections of random tables I've dug out Matt Finch's Tome of Adventure Design we'll see how far we go I reckon probably not very far but even if I just roll um, just roll on a couple of tables in book one then, uh, then I will have got back to the random tables and then later on I've got a suggestion of how I can integrate them more regularly back into the show. But for now, justification for rolling, for starting at the start. Matt Finch says, of course, the Tome of Adventure design is a stimulus for creativity. You're not supposed to roll on every single table in turn. But I'm gonna start at the beginning. I'm gonna do that because I've just volunteered to run a game at Burrito Con. I wanted to go to Grog Meet this year for the first time. Couldn't make that because I'm at a conference. But I found Burrito Con also in Manchester. I'll be doing that in September. I've offered a black hat game. So I'm going to start rolling in the Tome of Adventure Design to build my black hat game from scratch. And we'll see how far we get. And so if you're interested in uh, whenever it is, I think it's in September, might be slightly later... Uh, I should check I will correct myself before the end of the show I'll let you know exactly when burrito con is uh, but everything I roll here uh, and maybe later on as well if it looks like I should keep going with it uh, will be uh, will be incorporated into my black hack session at BurritoCon. Burrito Con, I've checked, is on Saturday the 20th of October at Fanboy 3 in Manchester. Uh, Book quickly, I suggest, if you're interested. Alright, so we're going to start the planning, the random rolling, with a funky name linked to a location. I think here we've got two tables, each of four D100 rolls I think the second one structure that's the same across the two tables but for each one I'm just going to roll firstly odd I'll do the first table even I'll do the second so odd that's the first table this is the structures description D percentile on that table 15 this is the circuitous circuitous something structure the circuitous 25, the circuitous contrivance of the, firstly, that's even, so I'm rolling on the second table, the circuitous contrivance of the, first word now, one, <laughs> the circuitous contrivance of the ant something, which table, that is odd, so we're going to the first one, roll D100, got to stick with this 82 82 is seed (laughs) so the name of the adventure is the circuitous contrivance of the ant seed (laughs) all right and even though Matt Finch says that we shouldn't, I'm just gonna keep stacking up the rolls. I think circuitous contrivance of the ant seed definitely under under determines the scenario. So now let's roll for a location because a contrivance isn't really a location anyway. It's some kind of plot or um, device. So let's roll now for a location. Two D percentile rolls, 76. Puts this in a reaction, hyphenated, a reaction 10. Oh, sets this in the reaction caverns. Exciting, okay. Securitas contrivance of the ant seed is going to happen, at least in part, in some sort of reaction caverns. And anybody (laughs) who ends up playing in my black hack session at Burrito Con will experience the results of me having tried to make this all make sense. Right, now we roll for missions again. The author of these tables tells us we should just roll them all in order, but I'm happy that the scenario is still underdetermined. so we're going to roll for a type of mission. And we get 84, which is an event. Table 1, 7. Event-based missions. Let's roll. 73, protect someone involved in... 56, exploration or mapping and expedition. All right, now carrying on, we have a D1000 table of patrons and targets. This could be... I'm uncommitted yet, whether that is the quest giver or whether it is this someone who is involved in exploration. Let's just roll and see. So we have... 719. 719 on here is a preacher who is anti establishment or political. Fantastic. Now we're rolling uh, D100 for patron motivations. Again, I'll stay open about whether the preacher, him or herself, is the patron. Or whether that's somebody else's motivation. Let's just roll it. We'll make it work out later. That is 11, which is escape from. And then 96, escape from a temple or religious society. That's very convenient. All right. The next table gives us possible hooks. What might motivate players to choose this adventure, and then how characters learn about the opportunity. They're both d100. So, firstly, the hook five. Oh, they stand to gain from the adventure an additional form of movement: swim or breathe water, fly, teleport, etc. Going to write that down. Additional movement. And then how they learn about the opportunity is through ninety-four. Rumors are floating around with some details of the opportunity, and such repeat repeated from there. Oh, I see. Yeah, there aren't as many options for how characters learn about the opportunity, so it's simply rumors. That's not particularly interesting that one, but additional movement, the reward is swim, breathe water, fly, teleport, etc. Fantastic. Maybe that is via the circuitous contrivance of the Ant Seed. All right, now you've got to have a villain, so firstly we're going to roll on the master table of villainous plans. That's D percentile. We've got 13, so that is conversion. The villain is trying to convert others to his way of thinking, as opposed to subversion, which involves using them without changing their minds. And then I think that takes us to the conversion table for more details. Yep, D percentile on there. 10. Bad advice. The conversion method is bad advice. The villain advises people to engage in evil actions, working from some position of authority he's already obtained. Perhaps a good priest, military leader, city alderman, prosecutor, etc. The villain might be giving insidious advice to the population at large, by preaching war, for example, or he might be in the position of advisor to a noble, a guildmaster, or some other powerful person. The evil vizier of Arabian folklore is a prime ex- example of this sort of villain well that's really good so I've got conversion through bad advice but I don't yet know that could be the preacher that the um that the characters are hired to protect or it could be someone that they are working against perhaps someone that they are working against in their anti-establishment way Uh, that is currently open for me all right, and the last table in book one of the Tome of Adventure design is Unusual Minions and Lieutenants. And although you normally roll on this if, if there's been mention of minions somewhere else in the tables, there hasn't for me, but I'm going to need some minions at some point, so let's roll on there as well. So firstly, Nature of Minions. Someone's going to need some minions. Two is an Animal Trainer or Monster Wrangler. Just writing that down An animal trainer or monster wrangler. An unusual characteristic of this animal trainer or monster wrangler is 35, uh, distinguished by a particular sigil or badge. And then the reason why they are in the villain's service is 62. They receive payment. Okay, some of these are prosaic but they are amongst options which are far less so alright listeners thank you for your patience I don't know if that's been terribly exciting for you but I am very satisfied to have got back into the game of rolling on random tables and uh, the players in my black hat game at Burrito Con are going to experience result of my having assimilated these various details so what have i rolled i've rolled an interesting sort of title the circuitous contrivance of the ant seed Uh, the adventure is also going to uh, incorporate some reaction caverns Uh, the mission will involve protecting someone involved in exploration or mapping an expedition there will be a preacher the person to be protected is likely to be the anti-establishment preacher Somebody's motivation in all of this is going to be escape from a temple or religious society. The reward is going to be some magical or other form of additional movement, swimming, breathing water, flying, teleporting and so on. Uh, The quest will be, uh, the the characters will be hooked in by picking up rumours. The villain's motivation is... Conversion through bad advice, if I want more about the villain, it might be that I go to book two and I look at the monster table, um, but I know about one of the minions or minion types, which will be an animal trainer or monster wrangler with a distinctive sigil or badge that is in the pay of the villain, which may or may not turn out to be the preacher that the characters have been hired to protect. I suppose if you want to hear about how I've managed to join all this up together, it might be uh, might have to wait until after BurritoCon in October for you to hear exactly what I did with the scenario. All right, and I said I had uh, a couple of things to say about how I might more regularly integrate random tables into the show, and then that's me signing off on episode 50 still managing to do one a day in the month of August and I will catch you soon recently had a couple of call-ins a couple of suggestions perhaps could have been expected reminding me that when I originally pitched this podcast it was all about random tables and loving random tables i have been getting requests when are you going to go back to the random tables be nice to have some reintroduction of the random tables so My plans for reintroducing random tables are as follows. I would like to regularly design a random table, perhaps one a week. We'll see how it goes. I would like your requests for random tables that you would like to see uh, or that you feel that you need. They can be as strange or as conventional as you like. I anticipate, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it yet, but I anticipate that there might be a little bit of crowdsourcing, I might get onto the Audio Dungeon Discord, I might encourage call-ins with suggestions for what should be on the random tables, but at the moment I am uh, encouraging people to call in and pitch a random table that you feel you need, or that you'd like to see, or that you're absolutely sure nobody will ever need, but that it'll be really good fun to put together so please get the call-ins coming in the tables will get designed they'll go up on my blog and we can enjoy talking about putting them together thank you for listening if you'd like to contact dave please leave a message on anchor email d at gmail.com or find him on twitter at d underscore percentile Hey Dave, Spencer here. Look, I've got to address this. Um, what are you doing dropping revelations on us like you don't like D-percentile systems? Hmm? What next? You don't like dexterous wordplay? You don't like waggish badinage? You don't like puckish epigrams? I mean, where's it all going to end, Dave? Where?